This show is sponsored by ODYS Global. Make sure that you do sign up and get a free $100 bonus by checking out ODYS Global's Age Domains or Done For You affiliate websites. Hi guys and welcome to today's podcast where I'm joined by Itai Sedan from Duda.co if you've not heard of them check them out the link is below but welcome to the show um itai thank you very much for coming on it is a pleasure to have you on um so for people who don't know who you are though can you give us a brief description of where you're based and all that kind of stuff for sure so first of all thanks for having me on Mm -hmm. uh looking forward to uh talking to you today um, so in a nutshell, uh, Itai Sedan, CEO and co-founder of Duda, uh, we're the leading white label website builder uh, for agencies and SaaS platforms. Uh, we have today over 17,000 digital agencies using our uh, website builder and have uh, around a million uh, paying active sites on the platform. I'm based in uh, Palo Alto. California, and uh, we have about 200 people in the company. Uh, we've raised about $100 million over uh, the last 10 years that I've been operating the company. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of uh, in a nutshell. It <laughs> sums it all up. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know what Duda is um, and is maybe like me, just assuming it's just a website builder, I want to make something very, very clear from the get-go. They don't just do website builders um, or white-label website builders. They do have other things such as client management, team collaboration, and a whole bunch of other stuff on there. So they are not, there's loads of things that you could benefit from as an agency owner um, in terms of, uh, running your own business as well. So I think it's uh, fair to say you've evolved over that last 10 years um, in terms of what you're offering. Can I just ask one question, actually, before we go any further? Were you the guys that years ago, remember when uh, websites had to become mobile-friendly, did you guys not have some kind of plugin or something that that made like your, your WordPress template mobile-friendly? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's when I last actually, um, you know, remember using Duda. I signed up to that because I basically built loads of websites for loads of customers. And then, you know, that whole scaremongering thing came out, like, they have to be mobile friendly. And I'm like, shit, because the templates weren't responsive and stuff back then. And Duda was the the saving grace for me, um, which is where I first heard of Duda at that point. Yeah, that's, uh, that was kind of the essence, the origin of the company. I kind of launched it in around 2000. I started working on it in late 2008, launched it in 2010, but it was kind of the first versions of the iPhone were in the market and small businesses were struggling uh, to get their you know, engagement with the ever-growing amount of mobile traffic that they were getting, right? They were initially, everybody had the desktop sites, but they performed horribly on mobile phones, if you remember that entire pinch and zoom. Mm-hmm. So me and my co-founder, Amir, uh, came up with the, the idea, which this was the idea for Duda. Initially, we were called Duda Mobile in the first early years. 
and it was basically taking a desktop website and all the all the small business or agency all they had to do is there was a place the url of your desktop website click submit and we kind of run our magic on it and reformat it to a mobile friendly uh website basically creating the m dot version of your of your site and then all you had to do is throw in a javascript and connect your desktop site with your mobile site but we were really early on doing that we grew very very quickly to millions of sites uh, million of millions of mobile sites on the platform and uh, partnerships with great companies like you know Google and GoDaddy and OpenTable and and so on. So that was kind of the genesis to do that. Over the years, we've kind of evolved with kind of the trend of responsive design. Uh, we launched our second product, uh, which was fully responsive. So the origins, I think a lot of the thinking in the company is mobile first, but we've evolved to be a complete, fully responsive uh, website builder with a very deep focus on agencies, which I'm sure we will talk about a lot. Yeah, we'll come to the agencies in a moment, but I just want to go back a step before we go forward. Prior to, to launching this Duda um, mobile thing, um, what, what was your background before that? Like, What were you doing? And why the hell did you decide to to go in at that point into the market? Because you know back then it, it wasn't a big thing. Um, you know even for someone like me who was running an agency at the time, this was just kind of like it felt like it just sprung on us, and we were just designing you know WordPress templates, boom, boom, boom. Mobile was not even really a, a thought. So what was your background, and and what made you think or understand that this was going to become bigger? Yeah, um, my background is uh, I'm an engineer, uh, studied computer science and mathematics, uh, born and raised in Israel, uh, eventually relocated to the Bay Area uh, through working for a bigger company and worked, uh, kind of transitioned a little bit more into uh, product management, professional services in, in a bigger company. Uh, did a couple of interesting things there, but always had this kind of urge in me to do my own thing uh, and had, you know, hundreds of different ideas uh, over the years. But I think it's, it was really seeing that first version of the iPhone that brought this idea of, you know, as I was playing and I, I remember that playing with that first version of the iPhone here uh, in Palo Alto Uni University, which is kind of the Apple store, which you know, the closest one to Steve Jobs' house. This is where he would come by and kind of see his own product. I was playing around with that version of the of, of the iPhone and I saw what how Amazon created m.amazon.com and eBay created m.ebay.com. And it dawned on me how for the first time the real the whole internet was coming into uh, a smartphone. It, you know, before that, you know, whatever we had was kind of crap. It was WAP and all these technologies that tried to emulate web, uh, you know, a web experience on a, on a small kind of phone. But this was for the first time a, a pretty good experience. And it was clear to me that small businesses like, you know, the mom and pop stores, the owner of the pizzeria, the dentist, the, uh, the lawyer, they have no chance to build this M dot site. They don't have the skills. They don't have the resources. They don't have the know-how uh, or the budgets to do what Amazon or eBay were able to do. So the the idea was, 
let's build a super simple product for these uh, for these people where they could actually let's level the playing field and make sure that they're able to compete with the with the big guys and I and I think it also connects to kind of my work for enterprises before I really love that working with the the smaller guys the owners of the stores you know the where kind of the buck stops with them, right? They are, they know everything about their business. They're the decision maker. You know, you, you get them, uh, you persuade them to do something, they can make it happen versus, you know, big enterprises that decisions take a long time to happen and right hand that doesn't necessarily know what left hand is doing. Yeah. Um... That's amazing to hear that you had that kind of foresight to to identify an opportunity. Um, as I say, I would have considered myself a relatively smart guy, but even me, you know, it, basically the whole mobile thing, I don't know if I was just ignorant, just saying, right, nah, you know, it's not going to happen. We don't have to do anything. Just selling websites to plumbers. And then I was just like, oh, shit, what am I going to do next? And obviously, Duda saved my backside at that point. Um, so... Thank you very much. Um, I, I didn't know you at the time, but yeah, that that helped me out massively as a, a kind of younger agency owner who really didn't have a clue what he was doing, um, ran into a brick wall, and then you know finding someone that had that foresight is is exceptional. But moving on, obviously you've you've you know uh, evolved as a business, uh, and probably a lot of people out there would know you for your web builder um, side of things and obviously when we talk about web builder we're going to think about Squarespace, Wix, WordPress and all that kind of stuff so I've heard people mention Duda in the past um, and I think people are very often scared because there's a lot of like scaremongering out there people saying Wix is not the best for SEO and, and, and Squarespace is not the best and all that kind of stuff and a lot of people do revert to WordPress for one reason or another and it's probably because they they like it they're familiar with it and everything but we need options out there and duda is a very good option but i want to know the kind of unique selling point of your website builder first and foremost and um, you know why would someone use yours and what is the benefit of using yours over some of the other options that are out there in the market is this really as seo friendly from an seo point of view the reason that I don't like Wix and Squarespace is in terms of speeds, you don't access, you can't access the server. And there's just certain restrictions from an SEO point of view um, that you can implement. So is Duda different and why is it different? Yeah. I think the the, the main difference, um, yeah, it, it comes down to that Duda was built for agencies and with agencies in mind. We were not built for small businesses and kind of use agencies as a channel to get to small businesses. We are very clear that our clients, our customers are the agencies. We build whatever agencies need. I think we've invested a lot of time over the years to really understand in a very deep and very profound way the pain points that agencies have. And we've built a white label platform to really power them, to make them the hero. We're the technology behind the scenes for, for agencies in order to help them build the best website presence uh, solutions for their clients. So I think that's where everything stems from. Like who, for us, it's very clear who our customer is. 
our customers, clients, the small businesses are not our customers and we do not communicate directly with them. So I think that's a very uh, big different difference and, uh, and, it, and it changes everything. I think, you know, when I, when we ask customers, what are the main reasons that you choose to do that? The first answer is I can build beautiful websites quickly. And we've invested in optimizing every single step of the website building uh, process to really give agencies the flexibility and the speed where you don't necessarily need to code. Uh, we take away a lot of that complexity away and we've, we've really kind of thought about that website building process and all the steps that an agency goes through in the journey of building a website for a small business. And yes, the editor itself, the website building is the bread and butter, is the core, but there's a lot of steps before and there's a lot of steps after. So we help the agencies uh, acquire customers. We provide them white la label assets, presentations, materials that they can put their own brand in and help them sell their service. We train them. We have amazing education and certification courses to help them sell and to help them uh, build websites. Uh, we know that collecting content from small businesses is very painful. Uh, Craig, I'm sure you remember, like getting logo, getting business hour information, uh, location, images of the business could take weeks. Weeks are lost searching that. And we've built algorithms that scour the web and find those images and content from Facebook or from other places or through APIs or through forms that you can. So we, we help automate. And this is part of making things faster. Of course, as I mentioned afterwards, is the website building. Uh, we have an amazing editor, super flexible. Uh, we invest a lot in all the things related to SEO. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the recent uh, in, you know, information that Google released today is like the number one platform in terms of core web vitals. We have people all the time you know, in our R&D investing in speed and performance and everything that is important for Google and that is important for agencies, of course, and benefits small businesses. We also created tools around team and uh, team collaboration and client management. We have uh, this amazing feature where you could let your small business customers highlight on the website things that they want changed and it creates tasks for the agency. And so it's a kind of a communication tool and a feedback tool. And we're soon getting into payments, helping uh, agencies uh, collect payments and invoice their customers. So it's a, it's a really, as you mentioned earlier, a very wide and deep platform with the core being the website builder, but a lot of tools around it as well. So I've not personally used the, the newer version of Duda. So I've got a few questions on this. As you mentioned, sometimes getting logos, content and all that stuff from, from customers is it's just painful work. Um, you know, in the past, I've been, I've had customers come to me, they've written down a homepage on a scrap of paper that I can barely read because the handwriting's so bad and said, there's my homepage content. And you're just like, what am I supposed to type that out or whatever? And obviously my processes and, and stuff like that just weren't great. You know, you were just saying, emailing the client, get me this and get me that. But if you are working with a client, for example, and I'm using Duda, and, and you're saying, like, I built a, a kind of template of a website. So let's say this is a hypothetical situation. I built a website, and, and it, it's 90% there. The client can go in there, circle certain things that he doesn't like, and potentially 
that creates tasks for me. But what if he says, Craig, I need one more page added. Can he give you that page through that system? So he'll be saying, like, add new page and upload the content for me there. Is that something they can do as well? And it creates it as a kind of task or, or something like that as well. Can customers just give you everything on Duda? Yeah, so there's ways that uh, they they can definitely comment on every page and add uh, add information and give uh, give you additional tasks. Uh, there's ways for them to upload content that they want you to use into into the system. And I think one of the cool things is that we have a very robust uh, permission level systems where, as an agency, you can say, "I'm giving this client the right to." Add pages, for example, by them by themselves. Uh, do some editing, but I'm limiting them from deleting the site or publishing the site. Or so you kind of you can do some damage control, right? Where you give access to uh, clients, and sometimes it's really important for clients to have some some access, and it really gives you also as an agency the ability to control how do you how how do you want your business model to work? Do you want to do you want to just build the site and then give complete access to the client to manage it afterwards? Maybe that's that's how you want. Or do you want them to come to you and you charge something extra for all the changes that they want? So you can really control the the permission levels of what do you allow clients to do, and it and it kind of uh, works well with and gives you flexibility around how you want your business model to look like. So on, on that note, like in the past, I've given clients access to WordPress websites, for example, and they go in and they play around with the template. And before you know it, you wake up in the morning and there's this horrible template on there and everything's all over the place. And you're just like, and they're like, no, it wasn't me, blah, 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 blah. And you can go in and you can see it was them. But so I think that's a really good feature that you can stop that from happening. Um, now, obviously, it's a, a web builder. Um, but also we have devious staff out there as well, someone who may have left you. So, you know, I, I know WordPress is, a, you know, you can touch a few things and basically ruin a whole website. Um, and obviously you've got staff members, customers, and whoever else that could potentially damage a website. You know, is this like a template system where people can go in and just blow stuff up very easily? Or is this something that, would be very hard to break is what I'm trying to ask because obviously yeah. it's a web builder so surely it would be hard to break it anyway yeah yeah I think um, at at the forefront it's a very easy drag and drop uh, site builder so you you can feel very comfortable we have a lot of customers that open it up for their small businesses and uh, let them the small business clients and let them edit things themselves and and do some changes. Uh, the good thing is that you know if you a if you don't want it you can completely you don't have to give them access or you can give them very limited access. I think uh, the the other part is that we save automatic revisions uh, history of of the of the site. So every time uh, uh, you know changes are made or a site is published, there's just automatic back uh, a history of previous versions. So it's very easy to roll back these damage. But I think it's also important to, you know, we really believe in not limiting the agency in any way. I think this is also some of the problems that some of the more simple website builders have is that they're very simple, but you know, the moment you want to kind of veer away from the template and make changes and do some custom work, 
especially if you have the skill set, if you're, you know, you know, HTML, CSS, JavaScript. The thing is, we believe that we don't we don't want to limit you, and we give you access to make these changes in the platform. So you can go into the code, you can go into dev mode and make some changes if you have that skill set. That's that's that was going to be one of my next questions. Um, you know, other platforms where you don't have that that level of access uh, is one of the reasons why I think a lot of people steer clear of other platforms. Um, but another thing I wanted to touch on, uh, I think it was great about the revisions. It was just if a member of staff broke something, whether it was deliberate or, or you know, just a, a, normal, a normal mistake, you can revert back to a working version. I think that's really key. Um, but the site speed, as, as you mentioned earlier, Core Web Vitals um, and all that kind of stuff came out. And I think with a lot of other platforms, you don't have access to the server or anything, so you can't really control the site speed. Obviously, on your website, you're saying build the fastest websites and all that kind of stuff. So for those out there who feel that drag-and-drop web builders are obviously going to be slower because of bloated code, can you tell us why Duda is able to get that level of speed? Um, you know What's different from Duda to maybe some of the other ones in the market where we can get that speed we need for core web vitals? Yeah, I think a lot of things is uh, we we take care of it so that the agency can just enjoy this great performance and and can talk to their clients about their websites having great performance and prove it uh, that they've made a, a great choice of a platform for them. So uh, we we want to save you the time. We know how complex it is to get these really high uh, web core vital scores. We've done a lot of investment, a lot of R&D investments of really very, very smart people in optimizing what is shown, for example, above the fold. How do we minimize the, the footprint of loading, you know, kind of more the light things on the top? So kind of at least there's a very good experience when you land on the page, heavier JavaScript and other things are loaded, kind of lazy loaded more towards the bottom of the page, uh, optimizing image sizes, uh, you know, a lot of the things that Google is looking for, yeah. we, we kind of give it to you uh, as, as part of the box. You know, you don't have to really do anything. You just enjoy it because you're running on the Duda platform. That's very interesting. Now, I want to jump into uh, something uh, that you mentioned as well, you know, the, the kind of client management where clients can do stuff, but also the kind of... Uh, team collaboration side of things, obviously creating tasks and workflow uh, and all that kind of stuff. A lot of agencies out there who are not using Duda um, and, and maybe not using stuff, because I was the same, I was in the same boat when I was running an agency. Stuff was basically run run from my brains or on post-it notes um, and I would forget a lot of things and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's a great offering that you've got the kind of uh, team collaboration and also the client's ability to create tasks for you. Um, and I want to talk about, uh, you know, I failed massively with my agency and I don't mind telling people that. And it was because I didn't have the right processes or tools in place to be able to grow at scale. Now you're working with, you said something like 17,000 agencies. Yeah. Some of them have got hundred employees. Some of them have got thousands of employees and some have got tens of thousands of employees and you yourself do that um, there have got 200 people working for you and obviously that is not an easy task you do need automation systems in place 
to get that scale. So I want to talk about the the kind of that side of your business as well. So the team collaboration part, um, you know, the comments, the notifications, and all the you know the comment logs and all that kind of stuff. Can you tell us more about that and and what kind of the benefits for other agency owners who are potentially listening going? Like, geez, you know, I, I struggle. I work with, you know, bits of paper and or just sending emails to folk and hoping for the, you know, hoping for the best that it's done. These were all failures of my own business. So what what is, uh, you know, why would someone jump over here? What is the, you know, what have you seen that really helped streamline that process? Because you've done it yourself and you've seen it yeah. with thousands of other agencies. Yeah, you know, I think uh, scale is uh, is you know is is an important important aspect, uh, and the things you know both as a as as a CEO of, a, of my own company and thinking about scale of my own company, and also looking at as you mentioned seventeen thousand agencies at different sizes, at every point in time in in kind of the life cycle of the business, you need to think about process and automation to allow the scale, right? Things that work. Maybe when you had 10 clients are not this, you know, it's not the same, you know, maybe at that point you can still work with sticky notes and paper and email, but that's not going to scale. That's not going to work with a hundred clients and definitely not going to work at a thousand clients. So what I, you, you do have to, as you progress on that journey and scale your business, you do need to invest quite a bit in your, you know, back office in making sure uh, investing in operations and automation you know, CRM platform, you know, email, uh, email automation platforms to communicate with customers. Uh, the great thing is that Duda has amazing APIs that allow you to integrate Duda into your workflow. So, for example, we have customers that already allow their clients to choose the template on, on their website. So think of as your agency website, you can already start to give put the you know uh, people who visit your website through a flow uh, and kind of give them a chance to choose templates and kind of integrate with do those templates and do and even give them access initially to the editor from inside your your website and even uh, make it available through single sign-on and things like that so we've invested a lot in being able to integrate Duda into your workflow, the way that you want your workflow to, to work if you're using Salesforce or you're using any other kind of project management tool. Uh, so I think there's definitely interesting uh, things there. Uh, I think in terms of the team, uh, as, as kind of the team grows, I think one of the nice things in Duda is that there's a lot of, a lot of concept of sharing. A beautiful site that you built for one for one client can be saved as a template, and other designers in the team can kind of start the future site builds using that template. And that is for works for templates. It works for sections. You can sections or like rows of the website. You can save those and use them in for future site builds. Again, all these things they help you as an agency work more efficiently. Be able to. Uh, create websites more quickly. Uh, you can create your you, you can create your own widgets. So if you have some integration with third-party services, you can wrap those with widgets inside Duda and actually add those widgets to your editor left-hand panel, so that other in future site build, you know, you just drag drag and drop that uh, widget, and that integration is already there. So a lot of investment in these things that uh, help uh, optimize and scale kind of the work. 
I'm going to say I, I massively started an agency way too early because, <laughs> again, when I was running an agency, we, our web developer basically had like maybe five or ten different templates that he would use. So we were just going for sheer volume um, and, and, you know, every second or third website would have a very similar template. And I think that's an amazing thing as a small agency trying to get scale and just put websites out to plumbers, locksmiths or whatever, you know, the ability to speed that process up and use that platform sounds amazing. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I do wish that when I was doing agency, these things were available, but they weren't at the time. So we had to do it the hard way. Again, one of the reasons that I failed. So I think that's a great selling point um, for that um, as well. But one other thing that I want to tap into um, that I've just seen in your website is your kind of client management thing. So you've got your team collaboration where you can do all of this stuff, but you've also got apps and integrations that go into this system as well. You've got analytics, MailChimp, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But in terms of client management, we all struggle probably or hate client management. It's a pain in the backside. It's a lot of tedious, repetitive work. Um, and I've noticed a bit in your website where it's saying you can automate messages, sending automatically generated emails to your customers, providing them with site stats, analytics, and all that kind of stuff. And again, when I had an agency, we were manually pulling that shit together and taking screenshots of the analytics, putting it on a document, typing up lots of stuff. And if you're working with 20, 30, 40, even you know, higher than that, it's it's way too much work. So again, that's something you've built in, which is just going to save endless amounts of time. Um, and, and, and obviously, if it's automated, then it's even better. Um, so is that pretty much how it works? You can basically automate yeah. and essentially just ping that out on whatever date you want it to go out on. Exactly. And it shows kind of the, the main things that a uh, small business should care about, traffic, uh, leads, engagements that the site that you've built uh, has driven for them and, and some other things. And of course, there's a link if they want to get more in depth and see like the full analytics uh, module on, on their website, you know, of, of, uh, with more information, they can go on and, uh, and get to that. And all this is again white labeled under your own brand. Uh, you know, it's they they do not know that uh, it's necessarily Duda uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> That's craziness, yeah. absolute craziness. And, and another, Craig, and another. This is like another area where we know where we feel automation is going to really help, and something that we're working on right now. That uh, I think we're going to go into uh, beta really early in Q4 is around invoicing and collecting payment for customers. So of course, all of us are doing that because we have customers and we need, uh, we need to make sure that we make our, uh, our, uh, our money from that. But we've also heard there's a lot of pain around that. So it's how do you ensure that whatever uh, you're paying us for websites that on the other hand, you're charging customers uh, at the same time, what happens when a customer doesn't pay, right? Automating that, email sequence to make sure that they go in there and you know if their credit card failed or for any other reasons that they uh that they make the payment we've we've um have a lot of experience over the years of how to make sure customers uh pay and we're using leveraging that experience and kind of building the, that product around it to make sure you know as an agency focus on what you do best 
give us the ability to invoice and communicate on your behalf with your customer and you can control the messaging and whatever the email says, we will give you the best practices of what we think will help you collect that payment and just make sure and just you can sleep well at night knowing that you know your customers are paying and it's all very timely. How how many of us in this industry have forgot to invoice customers or missed a month because you've been too right. busy or you're like, I'll get it tomorrow, I'll get it tomorrow. So again, amazing feature. Um, you know, if you're getting busy and you're scaling, you know, sometimes you do stupidly, or maybe I was the only stupid one. But, you know, my uh, invoicing was never a strong point. Um, so, uh, and I've heard so many others say that as well. So that is going to be an awesome, awesome feature. Um, right. One thing I do want to ask, you know, from the outside looking in, um, you know, obviously everything sounds great um, on, on what you're doing. Um, and obviously, you know, churning these websites out to, to people is all good and well. But what if, and I know it says it on the website, e-commerce comes, you know, or a bigger client, a corporate client comes, is there options available? And now I know you've got an e-commerce option there um, on the website, but we can't just, you know, one minute you could have a plumber, the next minute you've landed, you know, a, a hundred million pound client. And would they be fit to go on the Duda platform is basically what I'm asking. Yeah. So I think uh, you might have heard of our recent uh, acquisition. We just uh, acquired uh, an e-commerce platform called Snipcart. Uh, right. In uh, in I think we announced that in uh, July or or August, and uh, th they're they're now being integrated into the platform, and they definitely have customers with uh, significant scale. So. Um, many people think about them as headless. They're not exactly headless. They're they definitely have some uh, front end components, and all that is going to be integrated into into Duda. And it's it's an amazing uh, it's an amazing uh, e commerce platform. We we were really out there in the like researching the market between different uh, e commerce solutions, and we loved what we saw. I think the the team there built a, a great product. Um, you can check it out on snipcart.com. Uh, uh, and I think it's going to give a lot of that flexibility uh, and modularity uh, that you're referring to that bigger sites need. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're going to have all that integrated into Duda and that it will launch as part of Duda in early 2022. So basically, any agency owner out there could pretty much have any client on Duda is essentially whether it's e-commerce, whether it's whatever, we can use a solution um, from the Duda platform to, to keep your clients on board. Yeah. And I think we're pushing a lot in that direction. You know, we started with, uh, you know, most agencies were serving small businesses, but as the platform became richer with features and we've introduced more and more flexibility and power into the platform, uh, one of our new new capabilities is called Duda Flex, uh, which is a really gives you pixel perfect control of uh, the layout on on uh, on your website. And um, so I think we're we're seeing bigger and bigger websites being built on Duda, and it's definitely part of uh, a big part of the strategy to enable that. 
And the final part I want to talk about before, and then I've got a few questions for you on a personal level. Um, but obviously your plans um, are, are listed on your website. And obviously for an agency who maybe only had four clients, you know, it's $44 a month. Uh, you also get your phone support and, and all of this kind of stuff with the uh, setup there. But questions I would have from the outside looking in, the four websites, what if these four websites were getting 100,000 visitors a month each? Are they still okay to go on there for $44 a month? Yeah, we we don't uh, we don't uh, charge you for storage. We don't charge you for traffic. So if you're building uh, bigger websites or smaller websites, we personally don't care. Um, no, I, yeah. I just think... Uh, I just want to, to clarify because I know people will look at it and go, all oh, right, but I've got these websites and they're going to scale or they're going to grow or they already have scaled and grown. Um, so I'm just wanting to, to check that that is still an option. There's not a point where, you know, it's going to get throttled when you, you start to get to 50,000 hits a month or something like that and it starts, you know, running really badly. So performance and everything remains the same despite the level of traffic you're getting on that website. Yeah, we've we've not heard uh, any any complaints. I think if you're planning to build a really large website, you know, reach out to to our support uh, and and talk to us, and maybe we can uh, we can uh, do some things to to guarantee a much better uh, you know higher performance and uh, and so on. But you know, I I think in general, you know, I, I don't think the you know the BBC would be build their next websites on Duda. That's like, we haven't built our platform for that. Yeah. But I think almost, you know, 90, you know, 95% of businesses out there, I think could feel very, uh, very safe and secure and have amazing performance on the Duda platform. Cool. No, I appreciate your honesty in clarifying that. Yeah. Um, before we do let you go, um, obviously we've spoken about, what Duda does and all the different things that you've done. But obviously that's not been an easy task for you personally over the, the last 10, 12 years or, or, or whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> now, you mentioned that you've you've managed to acquire 100 million um, and all that kind of stuff over, over that 10-year period as well. But tell us, a, you know, a, a kind of brief part of how you were able to grow and scale to a company of this size, you're sat there with 200 employees, um, which, and you know you've managed to generate, you know, a hundred million pounds in investment and all this kind of stuff. And obviously, you need money to 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 get to that level. So for anyone else out there who's like, "Whoa, this guy's done really well for himself," uh, can you just talk us through how you went about getting that investment? You know. At the start, was it your own money that was invested in time? Then you got investment. Just give us a, a, a kind of brief description. Yeah, yeah for sure. Glad. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think, uh, you, you know, you obviously you start uh, you, you start small and um, hopefully you, I think the main thing I, I always tell entrepreneurs is make sure you have the right product market fit. Right. That's I think that's the the number one uh, thing you have to really make sure. Make sure you're building a product that customers actually want, because I think if you are, if you get that right, then you will achieve scale. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of folks don't get that right. Either they build something that they think is amazing, but there's no market for it outside there, or they've built something that there's 
you know, a thousand other solutions that do kind of the same thing. And uh, it's, it's really hard to, to compete. So uh, I think starting from there, and if there's a really interesting and unique product and the market is big enough, you can scale. You can scale and, you know, that's what VCs are typically looking for. They're looking for these type of businesses that operate in a, in a big market and have that opportunity to, uh, to grow. Uh, we started, you know, my co-founder and I, I remember when we started the company around, uh, started working on it in late 2000 and 2009. It was, uh, you know, just after uh, a really, you know, financial times were really rough then. Investors were not investing. It was 2009. Uh, it was hard for us to initially uh, raise money for the business. So we just continued to build, I think, getting that traction, showing, uh, showing that there is, you know, either you're, if you're operating in kind of the small business space, you have to get uh, a really, you have to amass an interesting amount of small businesses on your technology or on your product or on your service. If you're going more kind of hot, bigger company, you know, get that brand, big brand name that, uh, you know, that can get investors excited about. But eventually through getting customers, you know that you're on the right track. If, the, if there's enough, if you're building something that is unique and interesting, you should be able to scale and you should be able today to get quite far without needing that investment. I hear so many times entrepreneurs coming, you know, no one's willing to invest in my idea and without money, I'm not able to get customers. I think, no, that's the wrong way to think about it. You should be able to get your first customers without that big investment. And that's the proof of traction that investors are looking at. And once they kind of see that the train is on the track and is riding in the right direction, they're willing to put money to kind of fuel that and make sure the train goes faster. But they won't put the initial money for you to try out. You know, you kind of need to prove that you have some kind of product market fit. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. You know, uh, I think a lot of people want someone to invest in their idea and if it's got no so, no proof at all, why the hell would anyone spend money on it? So, and, yeah. it, and, it took, and Craig, it took us time. Uh, eventually, we only raised, you know, we started working on it end of 2008, but we only raised in the beginning of 2010. And, um, you know, we raised initially a small amount, started growing the team, start, you know, increased uh, the amount of customers. And, you know, it's a lot of these, there's usually no silver bullet that just brings you all the way here. It's a lot of, challenges and overcoming obstacles along the way and making the jumps and growing and as you grow you grow your team and you grow your product sets and you get more customers and you raise more so it's a continuous uh continuous uh process no it's an amazing story and i appreciate you coming on to to share bits of that now before we do wrap up if someone wants to reach out to you or your team where is the best place to get a hold of you? Right. Uh, so first, duda.co, that's our website, duda.co. Uh, there's a 14-day free trial. Go out there, try it out. Uh, let us know what you think. We have a great support team. Uh, you can feel free to email me at itai, I-T-A-I, at duda.co. Uh, I'm also available on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. So yeah, glad uh, glad to hear about people's experience and uh, 
and uh, talk to talk to your uh, you know followers. No worries. All the links for the the Facebook and and all the social media platforms, including the Duda website, will be below when this goes live. Um, but I do appreciate your time, Itai. It has been an absolute pleasure to hear what you've got to offer and hear a bit more about your journey. And hopefully that journey continues to progress because I think what you're doing is really good stuff and massively wish that I was still running an agency <laughs> because I would be on it. Uh, seriously, I think it's it's some great stuff and, and it's great to hear from smart people like yourself. So thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Craig, for having me. It was uh, great talking to you. No worries. Thank you.